Good morning, friends. The problems are real, but our prayers are not enough. Faith alone is dead. Welcome to the Breviary Online at Westwinds. Uh, this morning, uh, we are looking at a passage from the book of James, uh, chapter 2. James says this, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Cannot faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also by itself, it does not have work, or so, sorry, so faith also by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I will show you my faith by my works. Uh, I, I, I really like this passage um, because I, I, it's so striking to me how, how James um, kind of just, just, just puts it right in our faces a little bit here with this example. I mean, he's talking about this idea of, of faith and works. Which, which one is more important? Which one do we need um, for the other one? Um, but he gives this really striking example when he says, if a brother or sister is poorly clothed, they're lacking in daily food, and someone, so one of you comes to them and says, go in peace, be warm, get better then what are you actually doing? What good is that? And you can almost kind of hear the, uh, the, the, a little bit of the sarcasm in, in James' voice. And, and I think this is an important passage for us to consider uh, because I think this is a temptation that, that many of us as followers of Jesus uh, can, can fall into. Uh, faith is always lifted up as the important thing. right? We have to have faith. The Bible talks repeatedly about faith, and absolutely we should have faith. Um, but what James is saying here is that that faith by itself is not enough. The, the, the faith that leads us um, to, to, to pray prayers to God, to ask him to solve situations, alone by itself is not enough. And, and, and what James says is doing that, uh, living a life where we sit back, we, we, we come to church, we, we read our Bibles, we, we pray and we just mourn um, all of the injustice and all of the sadness in the world. James says doing that is kind of like walking past uh, one of your brothers and sisters. Now, now here he would be talking about um, brothers and sisters within the church. Um, but walking past someone that you know and seeing them um, in a bad situation. He talks about seeing them without clothes, seeing them um, being hungry, and thinking to yourself, all I need to do is wish them well. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Can you imagine how weird that would be? I just, I, I pictured it as I was reading it this morning, I was, I was playing out the scenario in my head, and, and I was imagining that um, I, was, I was sitting along the, the side of the road um, with a broken down car. And, I, and actually, this, this happened to me just this, this is last year. Uh, I was coming from our staff Christmas party at Dave's house, and I ran out of gas. First time in my life that I've ever done that. And it was late at night, and Dave lives on this dark, abandoned, mysterious road, and no lights anywhere. And so I've got my door open, I've got my hazards on, I realize I've run out of gas. I had left the party a little early, and everyone else was still having a good time, so no one's answering their phones. And um, all of a sudden, I see a car coming by in, in, in the distance. And, and sure enough, they come by, and it's somebody that I know, one of, it's someone, someone from our, one of my friends. And they rolled down their window and they go, wow, are you okay? And I said, no, I'm out of gas. And they go, oh, what do you, what do you need? And I, I couldn't decide what to say because the obvious answer seems like 
well, gas is the, the thing that I need. And I said, I, I, I'm sure I'm fine. And they said, all right, sounds good. Have a good night. And then drove away. Now, I gave them, I, I let them off the hook by telling them I, that, that I was okay. But can you imagine if I'd said I wasn't? Can you imagine in that situation? It's like, guys, no, I'm not okay at all. Everything is wrong. And they'd gone, wow, we're going to pray for you. <laughs> we're going to, man, I hope it gets better. Keep us posted. James says that that is what it is like when all we have is an understanding of what God wants to do in the world without involvement in what God wants to do in the world. See, faith and works, they are partnership. They are supposed to go together. You will not do the things, I will not do the things that God has given us to do in the world if, if we don't have faith, if we're not listening to his Holy Spirit, if we're not guided um, by an understanding from Scripture of the things that matter to him. We won't act without that faith. But if all we have is the faith and we never act, that's the point that this passage is making when it says, show me your faith by your works. Faith without works is dead. So we need both of these things. And I kind of think of it like um, inhaling and exhaling. We inhale in, we take in everything that God is doing in us, right? And we do this through scripture. We do this through prayer. This is why we attend church, not just so we can know more, but so that we can take in something that is meant to go out Right? Our faith is not meant to be kept inside of it. We were not created to be people who only take in, who only inhale. Faith is us inhaling all of the good things that God has done for us, keeping that perspective. And then works is when we exhale. It's when we let the breath out that God has put in us. See, God wants to work in us and he wants to work through us. And the two have to go together. So when I'm trying to evaluate this stuff in, in, in my own heart, in my own life, I use the two to play off each other. If I, if I, if I find myself going, man, I, I just I feel like I'm not really involved enough in the work of what God is doing in the world. I, I feel like I'm not being generous with my finances. I feel like I'm not looking for new opportunities. I feel like I've grown stale. I feel like the works part isn't where it should be. My, my, my first response to that is not to go, well, I should just try harder. You know, we should jump in and do things. But my first response these days is to look and go, okay, interesting. What's going on in my heart? Am I in the scripture? Am I, am I worshiping with my life? Am I surrounding myself with the kind of people who are, who are as the Bible says, spurring me on um, to good works? How's, how's my faith? And then the same thing on the other side. If I sometimes feel like, man, I, my, my faith, just I just feel, I just feel bad. Uh, I've, I've gone through a season like this in the last year, uh, personally, where I've just had moments where I've been like, man, it's hard right now. I don't, I don't really necessarily want to get in scripture. I don't, I don't really feel like lifting my hands or worshiping in church. I, I, my, my faith is struggling. Then the way I address that is by getting out and doing something going and getting involved in things. Because when you go do the work that God is putting you to do, when you get around other people who are making a difference in the world, um, then that will grow your faith. The two of these things are meant to work together. And when we evaluate them, uh, we should use both of them. Uh, so, so once again, my, my challenge and my prayer for you today um, is that you will be strong in your faith, a faith that believes in who God is and what he has done for you. And that you will also be faithful in, the, in, in your works, in the product of what that faith is doing in your life.
I want to introduce you to a way of reading the scripture that's called Lectio Divina. 
Uh, and, and Lectio Divina is, is reading scripture as, in a slow, thoughtful, um, contemplative uh, kind of way. Uh, and it has a rhythm to it that we, we read the scripture, uh, we meditate on the scripture, um, we pray over the scripture, and then we contemplate what that scripture means in our lives. Um, in John chapter 20, um, it says, um, and, and when Jesus had been with his disciples, he said to them again, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. So we would read this scripture and then we would meditate on it. And meditate on it, meditating on it is simply the, 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 the practice of sitting with the passage, sitting with the idea. So take a moment now and just think about those words. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And you can think about this as long as you would like. I, I often pay attention to my breathing um, while I'm thinking about that. About that. Uh, so we read it, we meditate on it, and then we pray over it. And so a prayer for me um, would be something like this. So you can pray with me now. Uh, God, I, I desire to be sent. That, that, that is what I want. Um, I want to be like Jesus in my words, in my actions, um, in my thoughts, in my heart for people. Um, I want to partner with you in your mission. So show me every day the ways to do that. Amen. So you would read, you would meditate, you would pray. And then the last step of Lectio Divina is to contemplate. And contemplating means that you consider the ramifications of the verse that you have just been reading and sitting with. You consider the possibilities, the ramifications, uh, the impact that verse has on your life. The verse we just read says, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. So let's contemplate for a moment what that means. What does it mean for you to be sent out by Jesus? Being sent is not something that is passive. Um, being sent isn't something that you think about. Being sent is an action. So in order for any of us as followers of Jesus to be sent, in order for us to live out the spirit and the meaning of this passage, we have to do something. We have to act. We have to live out our faith in that way. Um, so what we want you to do is between now, um, this morning, and between our, in our Vesper service tonight, uh, we want you to do something. That, that, that models what Jesus has done for us. We want you to do something that, that would be the kind of thing he would do. You, maybe you've heard the phrase before, what would Jesus do? Well, what would Jesus do if he were you, living right now in your house, in your neighborhood? Maybe you offer to get groceries for someone. Maybe you mow your neighbor's grass. Um, maybe you, you reach out to someone that you know is in isolation during this time or alone. Maybe you see if you can make gift bags or gift baskets that can be delivered to the, um, to the, to the hospital uh, for people that are, that are in need. You, you, you can find something that you can do right now, and, and we all have the potential um, to, to, to be creative and think beyond even these ideas. Um, but the key is that you do something. Contemplating means that you take the scripture that is in your heart and you live it out in your life. So God bless you as you do something, and we can't wait to hear the stories of what he allows you to do today. What is in my hand? What has God placed in my heart? What is in my heart? 
What has God placed on my mind? These questions require answers. And so grace and peace to you, and we will see you again tomorrow.